0: Hey y'all, thank you so much for tuning in to the Natural Health Hype Podcast that motivates folks to get excited to reach their health goals naturally. I'm your host, Kiana Del Rey, Certified Health and Nutrition Life Coach, bringing you the latest information on nutrition, non-toxic living, and natural remedies to promote holistic health. Let's hype up for natural health! So I really hope that you all will help me. Welcome, Leslie. I'm so excited to have you here today, Leslie. Um, I want to ask you, so Leslie, tell us about your inspiration to become a nutritionist and um, your background. Where are you from? Where did you attend school? And why you chose this particular specialty?
1: Well, I love those questions. And thank you. I mean, it was such a pleasure to meet you on Clubhouse uh, you know, that's just such a, a virtual mecca out there of social media that I i was not, that was not in my, I guess, in my 20s. We didn't have all that. But but to give you a little bit of insight, background about me, I am a mom of three beautiful boys, 15, 20, and 22. But to take it back a little bit, um, I think, um, you know, I was raised and instilled with just really respecting Mother Earth, um, just eating what is in season, which came from my grandmother who emigrated here from Italy and lived on a farm. And when she came here, she uh, showed me how to cultivate the land and grow a little garden in my backyard as a little girl. Um, And uh, that that is something that I never really thought of, but I, I just always was very passionate about giving back to the community, um, just nurturing Mother Earth and instilling to my family um, that uh, you know, congregating around Sunday uh, table at dinner time at supper time was really something that was important to me because we have lost that in the world that we're in today. Um, but. But way back when, over 25 years ago, I graduated with my bachelor's science degree in marketing. Um, And I was in public relations, market research, product development, working for Fortune 500 companies. Um, But then I took my business hat off to raise three boys. My husband was traveling all over the country in finance. So I really was very... um, fortunate that I could be there for my three boys to helicopter around them. Um, But then I just knew that eating clean, um, I was always an avid equestrian, uh, played tennis in college, um, and in midlife now, um, I'm still riding competitively, that I was was really a a walking billboard to health and wellness. So about five years ago, I went back to school, got my certifications, as a functional nutrition and lifestyle practitioner, still getting various other certifications in um, soil um, depletion, uh, regenerative crops, um, uh, the environmental triggers with the 5G towers. So I'm always evolving and growing. Um, And that's kind of what put me into a platform of uh, always being in a public speaking arena to take that as a health and wellness um, coach doing needs assessment strategies for companies for creating optimal health for their executives, to them when we were on lockdown to go virtually and take that platform to have my voice heard globally. And that's what I'm planting the seeds, cross-pollinating, doing now, having some classes for health and wellness, and um, my middle son is an environmental science major at Wake Forest University. So we are um, we started a podcast in 2020 of January. He's very passionate about saving and protecting the wildlife, Mother Earth, the ecosystem, and eating clean. And he is my 20 year old son at Wake Forest University. Um, And then back in January, I started a second podcast called Keep It Dirty. And I have people speak into health, wellness, nutrition, and mindset shift in our ever changing world. um, And just trying to get back into a new norm. So yeah,
0: Okay, a little technical difficulty on my end. Uh, <laughs> that's amazing, Leslie. It's so beautiful to hear about how you really grew up with this type of lifestyle and then you decided to jump in and embrace it and learn more and continuing to learn more. That's the one thing about this space, you know, being in the healthcare space or the health and wellness space, constantly, constantly learning. If you're not doing continuing education, you're not doing a service to your clients so i love that you shared like and i'm still learning and i'm still training because that's a big part of this uh this job too And um, Leslie is amazing she's a certified Functional nutritionist and a Lifestyle coach and a Reiki practitioner And I'm so glad that we can have Her today to talk about The science behind food Right here on um, this YouTube channel so make sure you subscribe and hit That bell so you don't miss anything And please do follow Leslie On Instagram at East West Functional with a C Y'all I think I spelled it wrong that's embarrassing Uh, (laughs) East West Functional training. I will fix that. But uh, yes, hilarious. You know what? No one's perfect. And I I have released perfection from my
1: reality. <laughs> I love your energy. I just, I, I love it. You're just such a breath of fresh air today, Kiana. So just, I'm enjoying this.
0: you know it's like you just gotta you gotta keep it real there we go there we go all right (laughs) (laughs) amazing so I want to talk a little bit about what is nutrition? And nutrition, in my own words, is the study of how nutrients provide nourishment to our bodies through our food. And Leslie's going to really dive deep and tell us a lot of that while I'm asking her questions today. So make sure that you stay tuned because I really want to talk about what healthy eating really looks like and how to make accessible, how to make it accessible and easy for you guys out there listening at home. So knowing the two things about nutrition, our macronutrients, which are carbohydrates, proteins, and fats, and then our micronutrients, which include our vitamins and nutrients. So that being said, Leslie, I want to ask you, why do you think most people tend to not prioritize their nutrition?
1: You know what, that's a really great question. And I think that um, the beauty of why the school that I decided to get my designations, my certifications in, is it, it's on such a, a much deeper level. It's, it's sort of like a symphony. You know, um, our body is this beautiful vessel with moving parts, bells and whistles. And if one thing is off, you know, say if you are the conductor, and the string instrument, you're, you're missing a couple of components with the string instrument. You're not going to have that symbiosis, that that whole gel of, of everything just working and, and fine tuned. So not only is it the nutrients, the carbs, the proteins, but I also speak into the lifestyle. Really going back to the foundation of as a child coming into this world, what was your relationship with food? You know, there's so many emotional eaters out there that don't even address that, that don't even realize that. Um, and, And the stressors that you might've had growing up in an environment that maybe you saw food as quickly eat processed foods, having to go from point A to B in a car eating, you know, the fast food and not really taking a step back and realizing that in our wheel as a functional nutritionist, we work um, and practice around a functional matrix. So we're talking about antecedents. We're talking about Uh, the the epigenome, the epigenetics of your parents, did they have any pre-existing conditions going on? Siblings, even the birth number and how you came into this world. Maybe you were compromised as a child, having many surgeries, or on a lot of antibiotics that as you grew into an adult, you had a very compromised immune system. And also triggers that I'm very passionate about, the 5G towers, routers that if you're in a duplex and next to your wall say next to your your bedroom behind it the people that live behind you might have their whole desk with their routers set up that might be causing headaches and migraines that you're not even aware of so when i speak into nutrition there's so many other components that are so critical to be addressed because we're all walking journals and each chapter of our lives are the years that we live and we have to unravel that to get to really the root cause of of clearing, as we say as functional practitioners, the what the muddy waters. Wow, I love
0: that I love what you shared, Leslie, about why nutrition isn't a priority for most people. And I really love that you speak, you spoke directly about epigenetics, which is the study of changes in organisms caused by modification of gene expression, rather than an alteration of genetic code. So what that mean, guys, is that yes, you might have a predisposition to type two diabetes to hypertension, but Do you live the same lifestyle that was handed down from you from grandma from mom? Are you are you like me? And did you grow up eating fried chicken mashed potatoes corn and mac and cheese at dinner and not having a really balanced meal plate? Because we were uneducated quite frankly on what real nutrition looks like and how to healthily eat so when we have the same types of behaviors that maybe our ancestors did, our mom, our dad, our grandmother, these types of illnesses will still express themselves. So I really love that you uh, made a point to, to say that. And I want to ask you, can you explain the role of nutrition in illness and disease? Because in my humble opinion, I and it's backed by a lot of research, the WHO, the CDC will tell you themselves that chronic illnesses always comes back to poor nutrition. So I was hoping that maybe you would speak a little bit about
1: that. Sure. Yeah, and you know, um, I do a lot of posts on my Instagram about um, podcasting that I, I follow, Dr. Mark Hyman, Dr. Tom O'Brien, and they they talk about um, how our immune system gets compromised, and unfortunately, you know, um, in especially in the U.S., uh, over sixty percent of all the packaged foods that you find in the middle aisles are all just riddled with sugar, the the breads, um, the 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 wheat. Um, the, there's something called genetically modified, um, you know, the GMOs that we find um, in our foods. Um, so so we might be thinking we're eating healthy, but um, in hindsight, just because something's packaged healthy, always read the labels, you know. Try to crowd out those those foods that you know that are not healthy and and start incorporating what Mother Earth is providing seasonally. And yes, yeah, sometimes you have to take that weekend, maybe for an hour to prep some of the foods to get ready for the week if you're if you're working, if you're going back into an office um to be ready to prep some really healthy foods, the vegetables, for your family. Try to look at eating farm-raised. And it is more expensive, but if you stop and cut out going through the fast food lanes um, and going out to dinner, you could then provide for your family to start eating um, healthier. And there's there's uh, communities where you could go in on groups um, that you can pick up your organic produce, Um, it's I think it's called crop shares or um, with other people to save some money. So it really, it it starts with like, really, what are the nutrients that you are ingesting that you think are healthy? Um, Because twofold, most of the country in the US and globally now are have some form, uh, some some uh, component of leaky gut syndrome. And that is our gut is like a mesh. And what happens is there are tears in our gut. And you could be eating really healthy, but your nutrients are being washed away and depleted. So it's not you are what you eat, because some of us can eat things that maybe we're not sensitive to that have food sensitivities. But it's it's how your body absorbs the food you're eating. And that's when I say food meets physiology through symbiosis. So I know that's a long-winded answer, but I'm hoping that answers some of your questions.
0: Yes, I love that. And I love that you talked a lot about um the, that gut brain brain barrier and how it's you know tightly wound and when and specifically when there are toxins in our food that that deplete our foods of having the right nutrients, you know, um, like glyphosate and different pesticides do, it it hinders the food from being able to protect itself because it, there's a lack of amino acids in the plant. And then when we eat those plants, there's a lack of amino acids that we're getting, which breaks down that membrane, right? And that's when stuff starts to leak through. And so um, I really love that you spoke to that so eat less crap so crap c meaning i love teaching people this acronym because it helps you think it helps you think about this daily so c carbonated drinks not just soda guys. I'm always preaching like I think it's great that you're drinking seltzer water. I think it's amazing that you have seltzer water. But please drink regular water in addition to and limit that seltzer water because when you drink seltzer water, the CO2 that gives you the bubbles that you so love is ending up in your bloodstream and you're and you're not giving yourself the correct amount of hydration for oxygenation to happen in your blood. So, hydrate <laughs> correctly. Mm-hmm. Take the carbonated drinks out. Refined. I'm gonna expand on this. Refine sugars and grains, making sure that you are eating whole, um, organic sugars and whole grains. Because when we refine grains, when we switch from the steel mill to from from the stone milling to the steel milling we lost a lot of bran and germ in our grain which we need to be able to support our gut correctly and support our immune system and so really cutting out the refined sugars which are going to keep you from absorbing that your nutrients especially vitamin c refined sugars are really bad about that so if you see things that end in ose sucrose glucose uh maltose, dextrose all of those if you can't pronounce a child, just leave it at the store. Look, that's what I tell people. If it's got some stuff in there, you're like, handle hala handle wait. It needs to stay at the stores. So <laughs> if you wouldn't buy that chemical to, to put in your food, then just leave it. And so other things to think about are the artificial sweeteners, colors, and dyes. Artificial dyes have an impact on our food. Our bodies as well and are known to cause in, uh, sensitivities and other health issues as well and then being I always expand upon this one not just processed foods but preservatives as well making sure that you're not eating too many foods with too many preservatives and too much sodium content so eating more food fresh fruits and vegetables Organic lean protein, preferably grass-fed, but I'm not judging anybody. Um, Omega-3s and fatty acids in your diet and drinking lots of water. So these are really quick ways that we can kind of remember, eat less crap, eat more food. When we're in the store, like, oh, does this meet that criteria? Maybe not. Let me put it back on the shelf, Leslie, you have a shout out here. Jason says, Aww. hi, Leslie. Great to see you. From see, Jason. He's amazing. He's from India and he tunes into my shows and I'm so grateful for his support. And so I have an, another question for you and I want to ask you using a percentage. How important is proper nutrition to overall health, uh, health outcomes?
1: Well, I mean, that's paramount. You know, because it's like putting the wrong gasoline or diesel in your car. If it only, um, you know, if it only uses gasoline, so you're you're ruining your engine inside uh, with the refined sugars, which ages you. It depletes us from minerals that we're actually depleted from because the microorganisms in the soil are deplete. So it's really a domino effect. Um, that is such a huge percentage, but it's also that mindset shift, the mental mindset shift of the why, you know, your purpose. Why are you coming to me as a client to want to make those changes? Um, how are you feeling? Because it is, it's a domino effect of autoimmune illness, which is opening up Pandora's box. So those processed foods are wreaking havoc on our system. And you see the younger generation, children having Crohn's disease, um, diverticulitis at such an early age because it is so prevalent here in our country. There's so many things that are banned in European countries that you could still find on the shelves in the US. So um, so yeah, that, that is really paramount. But for me, I try to meet. My clients, and when I speak to the public arena, really just, we are also unique and bio-individual, and meeting somebody where they're they're in their comfort zone to take possibly those p- baby steps, because you might know, yes, I have to eat healthy, and what you're putting in your mouth is the first thing that is so key, and I hate the word diet, because this is a lifestyle change for the rest of your life to live optimally. So it's really it starts from top to bottom and also what you're putting on topically, what you're ingesting Our skin is our largest organ and being mindful of that, too, which is so critical to read the products, not only what you're putting in your mouth, but what you're putting on topically.
0: Share dig the diet mentality. Let's not think about diets anymore. Let's think more about what kind of lifestyle am I leading? What how, how what kind of food am I putting in my body to to make me feel better? And for me personally, this came up because I was dealing with a plethora of gut issues. I really started to have pain and inflammation starting. I real I have an auto inflammatory disease, and it seems like I'm having some autoimmune things go on, but they can't pinpoint where it's coming from. And so. So when um, when it when, it, when it, all these things started to happen to me, I I had this day where I was like, I'm just sick of this. Like I was just like, I'm just sick of being sick and I'm going to change something. And for me, it was following a different lifestyle change. I use um, one of the diets out there, but I don't necessarily think of it as like. Eating that diet, it's just like I used it as a framework to to set myself up for anti-inflammatory eating. And so uh, I love that we're talking about ditch that diet mentality because I think here in the states at least, or in the Western world, we're always looking for a quick fix. We're always looking for, oh, what's something I can do for 30 days? What's a pill I can take? What's what's a drink I can drink? What's a what's a detox I can do, you know, because we want a quick fix. But the truth is, is that these things take time. It took us a while to get broken. It takes us a while to heal. And these healing processes are a lot like hygiene. And we have to continue to work them throughout our lives. So adapting them as lifestyles. I love that you said that. I want to ask you a question um, specifically about this. You know, you hear a lot of people talking about intermittent fasting. Is this something that you recommend? What are the health benefits of intermittent fasting? And who are the ideal candidates for this type of eating?
1: That's an excellent question. And I always preface to my clients, any paperwork, any protocols, uh, when I initially meet with clients, I always say, you know, um, maybe just get a complete blood count. You know, let's see what's going on with the terrain of of your blood work. Um, also seek advice of an MD before starting on this next, like we're, we're sort of the middlemen, the functional nutritionists between the client and the MDs. So we're really the detectives, really speaking into what's going on with that person who is so unique and bio-individual, um, which is, you know, which is really key. Um, so, you know, at the end of the day, you know, people that might be predisposed to, uh, diabetes, diabetics, um, you know, they have those, uh, shifts with their sugar levels, um, you know, you have to be careful on, on the intermittent fasting. Now, now we were hunter gatherers, you know, thousands of years ago. So, um, you know, just maybe eating an earlier dinner stopping at 7 p.m. just drinking liquids or if you want like chamomile tea at night water um until the next morning until like even if you could wait till 10 o'clock in the morning just to have that chunk of time that your your body is restoring and um and and rest because you don't want to have a big meal right before you go to bed. Your body goes on overdrive trying to, um, you know, digest something that is just sitting in your system as you're trying to sleep. Um, so uh, just be cautious, be careful. But at the end of the day, you know, if you stop grazing after seven o'clock until 14 hours, 15 hours later, that, that's a great chunk of time that we call intermittent fasting.
0: Thanks again for listening to this episode of the Natural Health Hype. Take the information you heard today and apply it to your lifestyle so that you can start feeling amazing and restored instead of sick and tired. Was this episode super dope or a big fat nope? Please leave a review and let me know. And make sure that you follow me on Instagram at KianaDolray or connect with me with any of the links in the description. Until next time,